A listing of the greater sage grouse under the Endangered Species Act could deeply affect the industries making up the backbone of the Western economy. Think agriculture, oil and gas, and mining. So, nearly a dozen states are working to save the bird from listing, and nowhere is more important than Wyoming, where nearly 40% of the entire sage-grouse population lives. Our Inside Energy reporter Dan Boyce tells us about an unprecedented collaboration of stakeholders working to protect both industry and sage-grouse. Biologists call it a lek a mating area for the chicken-sized sage-grouse. We're on a northern Colorado ranch in soft, pre-dawn light, and that odd bubbly sound you're hearing is male grouse trying to impress nearby hens, inflating and quickly popping two yellow air sacs on their chest. So describes Pat Divert. It's a swish, swish, pop, 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 whistle. Over and over again. She's whispering so she doesn't scare the birds away. Dibert is the national sage-grouse coordinator for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. There are about 170 birds out this morning. This is the biggest leg I've seen on, on agricultural lands. Dibert's agency will decide at the end of September if this bird should be listed as endangered. And that's something many people out here do not want. I, I'd much rather, let's, let's do it cooperatively, you know, to try a different way. Wes McStay pulls a ball cap low over weather-worn eyes. He owns this ranch with the strutting birds. Nobody likes the red tape, you know, the federal government bureaucracy stuff. McStay partners with the Sage Grouse Initiative, an effort across the West. Ranchers agree not to overgraze habitat, and the initiative gives them money to fund range improvements that should be good for both livestock and grouse. Tim Griffiths heads the initiative and says the key is targeting lands where they will get the biggest bang for their conservation buck. Because even in large expanses of sagebrush, the birds tend to clump together in certain places. There's two here, three here, 500 here. The promised land of grouse habitat lies a few miles north of McStay's ranch, basically all of Wyoming. And Wyoming is running the most proactive program in the country to save sagebrush lands, restricting development on nearly a quarter of the entire state. The state-appointed team setting aside this core habitat includes conservationists, representatives from mining, agriculture, government agencies, and oil and gas. What's going to happen is the hydraulic fracturing process is taking place right behind us. Paul Ulrich of Jonah Energy is on this sage-grouse implementation team. He's leading a tour around one of their natural gas drilling pads in southwestern Wyoming. The fracking here is happening in what used to be rolling hills of sagebrush. The trucks, rigs, and tanks give it a much more industrial feel now, and Ulrich doesn't shy from that. There's no question that that you're going to have short-term impacts that need to be mitigated. But he says oil and gas companies have spent millions on sage-grouse research and restoring habitat in this area. The problem is determining what's the most important habitat is a shifting target. Again, Pat Divert with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. We didn't understand that fully the last time we did the mapping for the sage-grouse. She's talking about more than 140,000 acres Jonah Energy has leased nearby, where they hope to drill 3,500 more wells. And found that we have about 2,000 birds wintering in this one area. 
She says losing critical winter habitat can significantly harm bird populations. It does become part of the cumulative effect of issues out there or, or threats out there that do affect sage-grouse. The Wyoming team deciding on that core sage-grouse habitat is presenting a five-year update to the governor at the end of the month. They are recommending special care be taken with key winter habitat. Meanwhile, Jonah Energy's Paul Ulrich says they'll hold off on oil and gas development on their wintering ground until after a government review finishes next year. And it's in our best interest to make sure that we get it right. Nearby, a former Jonah Energy drilling pad is being restored to its natural state. Right now, it's just grasses with some tiny little sagebrush poking out here and there. Restoration of this land into full sagebrush habitat could take as long as 50 years. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce.